Welcome to the Thunder Buddies podcast. I'm Joe Masato, joined by Barry Trammell. Here to recap the Thunder's 119-107 to loss at the Washington Wizards on Monday night in D.C. Uh, it was loss number 11 in a row for the Thunder. It was the, on the second night of a back-to-back. Mark Dignall said after the game that the team did not get in until 3 a.m. after the game in Tampa on Sunday night. And it showed a little bit early. Um Really rough playing for the Thunder to, to start the game. A lot of sloppy turnovers, a lot of bad decisions. And then it actually turned into a pretty good game and a, and a pretty tight game. The Thunder, after being down by as much as 17, um, several times cut it to one or two possessions. But it seemed like the Wizards always had a counter after that. Really never lost control of the game and ended up getting the 12-point win. Barry, I want to start tonight with Darius Baisley because he set a career high. He had 26 points, uh, which was the tops of his career, uh, 7 of 19. Um, but another career high was his free throw attempts. He was 11 of 13 from the foul line, and Mark Degnall gave him a lot of praise after the game, rightly so, because we sort of are waiting for Baisley to play like this uh, almost every night. But I, I think this is like the, the version of Baisley that – got us excited going into the year. Yeah, you know, he's, his three-point shot's still not there. He's one of six tonight. But um, otherwise, he was very solid, the seven rebounds. Uh, got his turnovers down finally, just one of those. So uh, very solid. They had him guard Westbrook, which is not like guarding the Westbrook of eight years ago. But still, uh, he did a very good job on Westbrook. Westbrook didn't get into the paint much. and. Didn't get out and transition all that much. So, very solid game. This is in keeping with a a recent trend in which some of the young cornerstones of the Thunder are looking good, even in defeat. Poku and and Dort last night, now Baisley tonight. So, you know, the script is actually going pretty well for OKC right now. Yeah, you wrote, um, and we talked about this on the last podcast, but – sort of Lou Dort's emergence is it more of a product of opportunity versus him just, you know, improving so much and a little bit of both, but he's no doubt improved. He was out tonight, which we fully expected with the right hip strain. That was what he was questionable with going into last game. Um, but Ro- Isaiah Roby, who has been a regular starter, he was also out tonight with a toe sprain. So Baisley ended up being that guy. Someone's got to be the guy tonight. It was Baisley. Um, with the big scoring night, sort of um, shouldered a lot of the offensive responsibility. He had 19 field goal attempts, and um, it was kind of interesting to talk to him after the game because he said he was surprised at his defensive assignment today. He said he was um, not expecting it when he found out this morning that he would be guarding Westbrook. So that was that was sort of a fun matchup. I mean, you can sort of hang hang back in the paint against Westbrook, let him come to you rather than go out to him since he's um, obviously doesn't shoot a great from three-point range, but isn't taking all that many of them um, at this point. He was one of four tonight. But, Barry, we got to talk about Westbrook because it was the first time he faced the Thunder as a wizard. We you know, obviously saw him um, in that big return game last year coming back to Oklahoma City. He, he will come back to Oklahoma City um, on Friday. Saw him a, a little bit when he returned in that playoff series. 
But what what do you think of uh, Westbrook, who recorded another triple double um, while not shooting it very well at all? But he did have thirteen points, seventeen assists, and eleven rebounds for the Wizards. Well, I got a question for you, Saint Joe. When 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 Westbrook was recording all those triple doubles for the Thunder, did fans and media in other markets? sit back and, and watch those and say, that's pretty hollow. That's not a great triple-double. That's not a great game. I thought Westbrook played poorly tonight. Yeah. He ended up getting a bunch of rebounds at the end. I think he had, he had three or four at halftime. He ended up with 11. He got the triple-double with about two and a half minutes left. He was he did some of his you know cherry-picking on rebounds. Now, against this Thunder team, it's sort of okay to not go out on your man all the time because some of these guys, you want them shooting threes. But um, he clearly, in the first quarter particularly, and maybe, maybe even the first half, he was really looking for the pass. He was wanting to yeah. you know, forego his shot. And you know what? That might be the kind of player he needs to be these days. Right. He's clearly not as good at getting to the rim as he used to be. He's and not as, the shot selection outside of the rim isn't very good. No. I had him I had him shooting 10 mid-range shots tonight, which uh, will get you kicked out of Houston real quick, which is what happened to him. But um, so and, and his but his passing was top notch. Now he made a lot of good passes. He did, yeah. Robin Lopez had to have four or five assists from Westbrook on those little hook shots. But he ended up with, what, 18? Is that what, 18 assists? 17 assists. 17 assists. They had eight turnovers. So Thunder put Baisley on him, and that was a really sharp move by Dagnault. Yeah. uh, Because Baisley could sort of bother him if he drove because of the length, and um, he probably could go around Baisley. If, if Baisley got up on him, but I think Baisley played a pretty good floor game in terms of staying back, letting him shoot that stupid bank shot he's got anytime he wants. So I just uh, cringe every time he takes one of those. I mean, Westbrook, he's even even at his uh, advanced age now and, and lost a bit of a bit of a step. Um, he's so fun to watch, but the thing that's not fun to watch is when he tries to shoot a uh, bank shot from you know not even the elbow. It, it's closer to the, to the baseline even. And there's like hardly yeah. no angle there and it just clanks. Yeah. yeah about 17, 18 foot away. Yeah. Shoots that shot. For crying out loud. He's, what was he, does he think he's 1956 <laughs> in, in uh, Terre Haute, Indiana or someplace? It's not. So anyway, um, he was okay. Um, yeah. But to answer your to watch him. It's always fun to watch Russell Westbrook play basketball. That is always. It is. Yeah. And it's like, it's, sort of uncomfortable to to pick it as a game a little bit at this point because he did have such a legendary career in Oklahoma City and um everyone knows it we don't have to say it what stage of his career is in now and he's he's played a little bit better lately. I mean heck he's had eight straight triple doubles but but I'm with you like this one he was plus twelve tonight but this this was a triple double that didn't seem to be necessary as far as like winning like they didn't I, I don't think the wizards beat the thunder tonight because Russell Westbrook had a had a triple double and I think sort of the some of the novelty has worn off a little bit as far as the 
the triple doubles go, but he is just stacking them up still. And um, <laughs> eight in a row, he, he's, he's going to finish averaging a triple double again this year. It looks like. Which, well, no, I think he, he may lead the league. He may lead the NBA in assists this year. So um, that may be what his future is. It's just more of a floor general. Yeah. Ball distributor and try to score in transition or right at the basket. And, you know, almost a Ray John Rondo type point guard where you just every once in a while you'll shoot it if you have to, but he doesn't need to be taking 18 shots. Um, let's see. Uh, Russell Westbrook, 18 shots, six foul shots. So that's three possessions, 21 and eight turnovers. So he had 29 possessions today. And your good friend Bradley Beal had 24. That can't happen. That can't happen. Um, Vintage Westbrook, it was okay if he had used as many or more possessions as Kevin Durant. But this Westbrook, Bradley Beal needs the ball more than Russell Westbrook. Barry, you know the the last play-in spot could come down between a battle between Scott Brooks and Billy Donovan. I I saw that. They're tied, I think, now. Yeah. (laughs) Or 10th or something. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, You know, I pull for Scotty. The the goofy uh, camera tonight did not ever – I think one time it put a camera on Scott Brooks. Yeah. I thought that was – I thought that was a very – Poor uh, direction here. Give, give me some sh- sh- Scotty Brooks shots. Everybody likes Scotty, so help us out here. We want to. We want to see. So you'd rather see the Wizards than the Bulls is uh, in the playing or in the playoffs? I think I'd take the Wizards, yeah, instead of the Bulls. Um, I'd like to see him win. Nothing against Billy Donovan. I just I think the world of Scott Brooks and a playoff series, even if it's a game or two in the play-in with Russell Westbrook is better than anything the Bulls can try it out there. Well, and if they won the play-in and Brooklyn finishes first, you get the you get Durant Westbrook in the first round. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. There you go. And Harden Westbrook. And Harden Westbrook, yeah. And uh, he's got he's got a bunch of uh, and Blake Griffin Westbrook who've had a few feuds over the over the years. So, um Westbrook is up he ends up with a lot of enemies, turns out. Um, so, yeah, that'd be that'd be some fun. Chicago, Brooklyn, that'd be boring, Kelly. That'd, <laughs> that'd be a route city. So, not much not, there. Not to make this a Bulls podcast, but, gosh, they're doing everything they can to try to win, and we're, we're still talking about them, like, fighting with the Wizards as far as trying to yeah, get Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, but anyway, back to back to Thunder Wizards. Uh, we talked about Baisley. Um, Tony Bradley did some good things off the bench. He was seven of nine tonight. Uh, very Mihail- solid. Yeah, very solid. Yeah, Mihailuk had 11. Jerome had 11. A lot of balanced scoring. Kenrich Williams had 15. Maladone had 14. Um, Pokashevsky turned it over six times, had five assists, did not shoot it well, three of 11, two of eight, had a highlight behind the back. Uh, pass to Tony Bradley, who finished that with a dunk. But um, I don't know. Go go any direction you want, Barry. Any of those? You know who, you know who didn't you know you know who didn't look very good tonight, and for no good reason that I can think of. It's Moses Brown. Yeah. Because um, uh, the, the Wizards are not very good inside now. Robin Lopez, I guess, had his moments, but they start Alex Lynn and Alex Alex Lynn and Robin. <laughs> 
Lopez only played to combine about two thirds of the game. Well, they've got Gafford in there as well. Yeah. Um, so um, I didn't think Moses Brown, you know, he's starting to hit the wall a little bit. People sort of realizing his limitations and what they can do with him. But I'm not counting just dunks, just rim touches, and, and not just counting gold endings either. But I think Moses Brown touches the rim probably more than any player. No, that's a good point. In the, that's in a the good league. Point. Yeah, on, on non-dunk touching to the rim, he does lead the league. He hits it about four times a game. Yeah, going up for a rebound, pulling down a rebound, like the rim yeah, is always yeah. being yanked. Yeah, and, and and I don't understand that. I don't understand that because he's got to be one of the league leaders in goal tents. Yeah. In, off, in offensive goal tents. Um, he doesn't defensive goaltend much, which is good. But yeah, out of offensive, you saw goaltend. Poku do that. Remember when Poku used to always grab the ball? Yeah, off that's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> right. Of course, Poku's been across the sea where they allow it. Moses yeah. Brown hasn't. <laughs> he knows better or should. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, what else tonight? Let's see. Uh, I did not think Maladon played all that well. He ended up with uh, some decent numbers. But I thought he he struggled some, but I thought Kenrich Williams really got after it. He hadn't been playing that well. Kenrich Williams sort of taken a step back, in my opinion, last week or two. But uh, he snapped out of it. He snapped out of it tonight, I thought. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I don't know what's what's quite been up with him because he, is, he has just been so solid and, and maybe one of the most consistent players on the team. And also, like, I don't know. Ken- Kenrich Williams strikes me as a guy who likes to who likes to win and is pretty competitive and being on winning, not being on winning teams because he hasn't been in the NBA that long and he played for the Pelicans. But um, he, he does all sorts of winning stuff and you just wonder, you know, now eleven in a row, how much that starts to get to guys and and sort yeah, of, could be. of the season could be, yeah, very well could be, very well could be. We. Uh, we saw a uh, Justin Robinson was back tonight, and and Jalen Horde played. So uh, Jalen Horde actually had a couple of nice plays. He also, you know, had that travel that was not a good play. But um, you know, it was a compelling game. The Thunder's getting better. I don't know if anybody cares or anybody notices, but they're getting better. You know, two weeks ago they're getting blown out at the time. They're actually sort of – they could have gotten blown out tonight. It got 17 in the second quarter, and it looked like it was about to blow. This game was about to just, you know, to, to, to just blow, and the Thunder routed, righted itself. It got uh, four, five, six, six straight stops, got back in the game, and this became a very competitive game. Um, they cut it to one late second quarter. They cut it to two early fourth quarter. And that's, you know, that's impressive when you're yeah. not really playing for anything and you could get blown out. Um, they just struggle to score so much that sometimes it's, you know, it's difficult to, to keep your head up. Yeah, and some of these have been hard to watch as far as, you know, when they were consistently losing by 25 to 30 points. I thought this one was, you know, pretty fun to watch because it was competitive and also, you know, the West. any time the Thunder plays Westbrook, that's going to be – that's going to be fun, even if it's with the Wizards. Tonight was also a new starting lineup. Starting lineup number 25 for the Thunder. Teo Maladone, Kenrich Williams, Alexi Pokashevsky, Darius Baisley, Moses Brown. So Kenrich Williams was basically the shooting guard. Um, well, 
probably Poku, honestly, but um, it's a huge lineup with Williams, Poku, Baisley, and, and Brown. And I asked Tegnolt about it after the game. Is like he's got to put some combination of five out there, and the injuries um, sort of limit what, what you're able to do. But he said that, you know, he mentioned that because of, uh, you know, the G League bubble, uh, Poku was gone. And then when Poku came, comes back, you know, Baisley gets hurt. So because of that, Baisley and Poku hadn't had all that much time together except for the beginning of the season. So um, I thought that was interesting as far as like seeing, projecting forward how like Baisley and Poku can play on the floor together. Yeah, I do too. I did think it was interesting. And I, you know, I think as far as next season goes, clearly Baisley and Poku are part of the equation. You know, Maladon is endured. Um, I, I, I don't know what Kenrich Williams and, and Sfee, um, Mihalik could, you know, what, what is their situation for next year. I don't know the answer to those questions. Yeah, and, and Kenrich is still under contract, but Sfee is going to be a restricted free agent this summer. So Yeah. So I'm, I'm anxious to see that. But clearly, Baisley, you know, he's had a, he's had a struggle sophomore year, but – He's got some. He's got some things to like. So, the, 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 you know, tonight was a very good step for him. I thought it was a very positive step. Twenty six points in an NBA game is not easy to do. No, and, and like um, Dagnall mentioned his his dunk attempts. Like he missed three dunks. Dagnall said he was fouled on two of them. But just the just just wanting to go after those. And like we have seen Basley be pretty aggressive. And attacking there, I mean, Dignall mentioned how earlier in the year he would catch the ball, be very indecisive, then make a mistake with the ball. But now he's catching and go. Um, and we've even talked about it on the pod, how he would catch. And then there's like hesitation before he would either swing the ball or, or make a move. So I think they're just trying to take some of that out of his game. But uh, a good, probably a good way to start and end the podcast with Mr. Darius Baisley today. Yeah, no. Good for him. He's, you know, he, he is playing better in yeah. recent, recent games, and, and he needed to. So he's still young. Guy ladies, Darius Baisley, he's not 21 yet, is he? I, I think he's 20. Yeah, I think he's still 20 years old. And, of course, he birthday to Lou Dort, Lou Gantz Dort, turned 22 today. So um, it's too bad that he's still not 21, but, man yeah. – the good player, 21. Darius Baisley will not turn 21 until June 12th. So. Well, there you go. So he's going to be 20 this whole season. Yeah. He's a young guy. So, really, uh, there's no reason to put limits on him yet. Um, he's an athletic guy with some skill. And guess what? The NBA is looking for athletic guys with skill. So, you know, there's reason for optimism there. Yep. Well, we will we will wrap it up there. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to the Thunder Buddies podcast, and we will be back with you on Wednesday night to recap Thunder versus Pacers.